Welcome everybody to a new episode of Flower Circus Talks, already the 75th actually uh, Flower Circus Talks and uh, we have a very special guest today, uh, Shabastan Khan, uh, a woman with a lot of talents. Uh, she is doing, uh, I, I had to write it down because it's so much, marketing and sales strategies, she's a blogger as well, a content creator and digital marketing. I mean, this is something that's really uh, a good subject for everybody at the moment, I think, uh, with a lot of shops closed or working from behind doors. Uh, and the only way to present yourself is even your, either your shop window or uh, online. And uh, so uh, let's quickly get, uh, get her in. She has a very special story also how she uh, got into the floral industry. So I can't wait uh, to hear her story. inviting me on Flower Circus Talk, and it's great thing you, which you are doing. So Thank my you. journey with the flowers began as I always used to love flowers. Yeah. And but I was I was from India. I came from India and the the country part of India, not the city. But my parents migrated to Bombay for our education purpose. And when yeah. we are in school and college. We have option of being a doctor, being an engineer, being a lawyer, being a teacher, but nobody will even talk about there is any culture, any career in the flowers. Yeah. So okay. when I was in a college, I used to spend like 50% of my pocket money buying flowers because I used to love them yeah. and nobody around me understand it. Because when you come from a middle class family from India and Bombay, especially people for, pe for people, Flowers is not something which is considered as a gift. It is yeah. not something which is considered something you should spend money on. But it's okay. I mean, uh, uh, my parents are okay with it. My mothers love flowers too. That I realizes when I bring flowers, yeah. and she used to take care of it. And she used to say it when there, she says like, "Oh, empty vase. You didn't bring the flowers." I'm like, "Okay, I have to buy a new lot." So I have done a graduation in economics and yeah. then I have uh, done my MBA in finance. Okay. And I landed up into the equity research job. And when I was in my second year of a job, I came across uh, that uh, Smith Oasis is coming up with this uh, uh, flower designing course in Bombay. Okay. So I enrolled for the course and I just love it. I was like, you know, I was working nine to five of uh, in an office and then I look forward for the Sunday to go and spend like a t uh, two hours with the flowers with the teachers and learning about the arrangements and stuff yeah. and after we ended up the course I was pretty good with designing and making a bouquet so I used to send my I used to create flowers design for home and for my friends on their birthdays and all and they always used to love me and compliment me yeah. But I used to thought because they are my family, they are my friends. That's why they are telling me like it's beautiful. I'm not nothing great. I'm I'm just okay with it. So there was a buddy of my best friend's mother's birthday, and I sent her a bouquet. Yeah. And after a week, I visited them, uh, and they have a cook. And he comes to me and says like, "Didi, the bouquet you have sent for the baji, it was the best bouquet I've ever seen." Even it was better than a Taj. Like a Taj is a five-star hotel and they have a florist in-house and yeah. they do the selling. And I was like, it was better than this. And you should do this. They are so good with it. I was like, okay. It, it stuck in my mind. Yeah. 
Yeah. And then I was like, you know, I was thinking of, uh, shall I do it now or shall I do it like, like after retirement as like open up a small florist shop and enjoy my life? And I was like, no, there is only one life and I should do what, at least I should try. At least yeah. I should try. I shouldn't have a regret that I didn't try to make it work. So I resigned from my job. I started uh, Early Bloom, which is like an online flower gifting uh, portal and I failed in that and the reason I failed in that because I didn't have a marketing background I didn't have a marketing knowledge I was purely a finance person and I started a business out of hobby and I really didn't understand it as a business business perspective but when I was doing it I have a friend and he said like Shabisa you must missing something you might need a mentor or you might need to learn something more to make it work and make it successful yeah. and and uh that it was like you know everything if i study my life everything is like calling, uh, connecting a dot and i come across soex flora they were like one of the largest exporter of roses from bombay and from india so yeah. uh i've been hired by the managing director mr arif Aslani. And that's the, another journey begins for me in a flower. So I've done their, I was part of their sales and marketing. And then I was part of their operations, assistant operation manager at a farm. So over there, I learned a lot about flowers and Mr. Arif Fazlani was amazing boss. Yeah. And he always encouraged me to, to do new things, learn new things. And over there, I have introduced the online, uh, marketing for the first time for the Soex Flora. And that's okay. how this online marketing things opens for me. Yeah. So uh, after like a three years in Soex Flora, I really wanted to go into a blogging. And I come up with this blog, uh, Flower and Everything. Yeah. But I wanted to write about everything I like. That's why I keep the name also Flower and Everything. So I'm not restic restricted to just to talk about flowers. But I'm going to talk about flowers. I'm going to talk about the people I admire, the book I love. So that's like, you know, it's, it's, it's like a, a thing. And one of my blog is read by uh, Mr. Yahya of Black Tulips. So yeah. we have a WhatsApp group of Indian farmers associations and I put my blog link there and he read it and he liked it and he called me and he was like, okay, would you like to join us? Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I'm not even looking for a job. I'd never have given my resume to anybody. And it's, it's called from the, the owner of the company. So I was like, okay, let me see if there is anything new for me in that. And then I said yes to that job. And then I landed up with the black tulips as this is my story, how I came to flowers. So I'm not come here by birth not by accident but by choice yeah wow that, that that's great i can see that uh, sahid is in as well uh, hi guys great to see you see from uh, new bloom solutions and we had uh, hi, angela, angela king in as well um i, I mean uh, unbelievable story how you ended up in, in flowers and and uh, realizing when you started your own business uh, that that there was a lack of marketing there and and how to 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 sell the flowers and now you're in that direction you're and in the flowers and in the marketing mm -hmm. and so uh, did you did any, any studies or is it just uh, learning it all yourself how did you do that 
So, I mean, I love reading. So when I feel like something where I don't understand things and I don't know, I wanted to, I start learning and reading about it. I go on YouTube and search for the lecture and search for a people who can, uh, like I'm, a, I was on a LinkedIn and it is one of the best platform for me because I, if I have a questions and I don't understand something, I search uh, that particular title and uh, reach out to the people and like if they have a time to teach me and tell me what it is. And uh, yeah, so I have not, not done any marketing course, but it is like a reading, learning, YouTube yeah. and people who are ready to mentor. So I one thing I learned is like, you know, we never ask for the help. And that's the biggest mistake we do. See, yep. see uh, thinking like nobody has a time and nobody is going to tell us. But if we reach out people, there are plenty of people who are willing to help. Yeah. So I, yeah, it's like by doing it, by reading it and by mentoring, I learn of marketing. Oh, and now she's, she's gone. Hopefully she can uh, sing. She can reconnect uh, soon. I mean, an uh, incredible story uh, you know, from India getting her own shop and also realizing what, what what was missing there i mean a lot of people start a business maybe they fail in it but uh to have the knowledge and and see what you were missing uh afterwards i mean that that, that takes some uh, uh great knowledge of yourself as well um yeah and then ending up in in the part of the business that you that actually you were lacking and then uh yeah going into the uh the marketing business of the floral industry uh, she, where she really wanted to work in. I mean, that, that's great. And that's why I wanted to ask her as well. I mean, at the moment we are all uh, searching for how to reach the customers. It's difficult, it's, it's a strange times. Uh, people, uh, in, in a lot of cases, people just can't walk into your shop because you have to work uh, behind closed doors. And it's just a, uh, a, a great uh, inspiration source of inspiration i think uh, shabastan how she is uh, how she grew out grew out to be uh, a blogger and, and a specialist in, in marketing she has some great tips as well so i hope she comes uh, back uh, soon well new bloom solutions is saying shabastan is a great blogger as well uh, yeah like i i already showed uh, the website um, where she she posted uh, her blogs uh, the last one was about uh, the Valentine's, which I want to talk about uh, as well with her, because uh, I'm very curious how uh, the Valentine's was for, for Black Tulip. Uh, I hear some some uh, mixed things. Uh, yesterday I was all in a meeting as well with some florists. Some did really great. Uh, the ones also who did a lot of advertisement online, because uh, yeah, that, that that's the way to go uh, at the moment. Uh, also working together, I heard people working together with uh, somebody who had a company who was sending out, uh, what was it, all kinds of drinks and cocktails. And they made a special uh, advertisement. You can get cocktails and flowers. So uh, they were sending out the cocktails with a box of flowers. I mean, all those great ideas that pop up now uh, during this whole pandemic, uh, that's great. Uh, before the... Uh, just before we started, actually, maybe I can explain why she why she's not here. Uh, they had some problems with the power, so maybe the power uh, fell out. Uh, let's hope she comes uh, comes back quick. 
um, maybe people can say as well how their Valentine's was. I'm very curious uh, what happened uh, all over the world with, with Valentine's Day, if the, the sales were good or uh, that you had some things that, that, that you struggled with. Um, like I said, I hear Valent I hear some 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 mixed uh, things there. Uh, prices are obviously high. Uh, still problems. Uh, that's also what the blog from uh, Sabastan is about. Problems with with, with cargo getting the flowers uh, there on time, and also with all the online ordering. Uh, I'm also curious if if people as a florist can get their, uh, their bouquets out to the customers as well. I think that's something we need to learn as well. Valentine's Day in the UK, Mother's Day is coming up uh, soon again as well, or within four weeks. But that's something, uh, yeah. I think that 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 that's going to be a good one as well. So, uh, do people have have transport, or did they come up with a great idea? So please let me know. And Sebastian is not back yet. Um, yeah, online is. Is, is the way to go at, at this moment. Normally you have more uh, ways to, to promote uh, your company, of course, on, on exhibitions, uh, uh, sponsoring a, a, a local soccer team or, or whatever. And of course the, the online part, uh, there are so many possibilities there to, to do. I mean, the possibilities are endless. And like Sebastian was saying, uh, learn from the best. Uh, just ask people if they can help you. I think that's the best way. We're, we're sometimes too shy to ask if we can help, uh, if we can get some help. Uh, New Bloom Solutions is saying uh, no one was hit with uh, logic uh, issues, FedEx and UPS. Yeah, that's what, what I hear a lot, that uh, it was difficult to get, uh, get the flowers uh, on the right place in the, in the right time. Uh, a lot of Wholesalers, importers also uh, warned their people already. And uh, we've got Sabastan uh, in. Uh, so let's get her quickly back into the live stream. There you are again. <laughs> yeah, sorry for the disturbance. I'm sorry that power just goes off. Yeah, that sometimes happens. <laughs> yes. I'm yes. glad my neighbor is not uh, doing any, <laughs> any fixing up. No, I'm a third world country, so that is a very norm over here. And that was one of the biggest fear of mine. If it's like on live stream, if it goes and it comes true. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> No, we're really, really glad you're back. I mean, uh, yeah. So we were talking about the Valentine, and yeah. Uh, so for us as a Black Tulips group, Valentine overall is amazing experiences. We have a good because if you talk about Black Tulips, the company has started as uh, vice founder Mr. Bashir, Mr. Sadi, and Mr. Iya as a retail flower shop in Dubai in Sharjah. And then uh, these people are not uh, you know, B school, MBA grades or somebody. They are very simple people, down to earth people, but they know how to do a business and they have a vision and mission for themselves and for the entire organization. So it started as a small florist shops and then they went into a backward integration and uh, purchased farms and overtaken of farms in Kenya. And then they went into a forward integration and come up with the like a wholesale flower units and the uh, online uh, flower shops. Uh, so, so our overall experience with the online sales was amazing in uh, the India or in the Dubai or but 
as far as our farm operations or, or the export uh, wings is concerned, yeah. we have amazing productions. The cropper is good. Uh, the only challenges we faced is with the uh, flight space. So I think everybody during this time, the only concern they have is with the uh, flights and the space. So we managed to fulfill our orders, but there was a delay, there was an offload. So there is lots of tension, every day are lots of tensions. You're like, okay, you're running against time, you're trying to make it work, you have arranged every boxes, every flower, all the orders, and then Next day you come to you know like okay out of 150 boxes they have taken only 100 boxes okay the 50 boxes are still here and we have to search for so this is like you know uh, it was a very stressful as far as the space is concerned as far as like okay we are going to get this space or not uh, checking for the alternatives if not Emirates if they have or it's QR or you know where is the space Find, yeah. finding the gap and putting the things there and. And uh, there are few destinations where flight is still not operating, such as Mauritius and Maldives. For these destinations, unfortunately, we're not able to ship. But overall, it was amazing. The prices were good. The production was good. The quality was good. Order is also good. It was not like we are expecting that might be slowing down in economy, so we might not have that much order. But we have done better as compared to last year. So this is... Okay. That's great. I mean, with yeah. with all the problems, and then and afterwards seeing that you did better than last year with with all the challenges and everything. It, I mean, I, I think that yeah. I mean, last year, I think that Kenya has suffered bad weather because of that. The production has dropped. So yeah. last year, the challenges are altogether different because we have a bad weather and production drops. So even if there is an order, there is a space, and we didn't have a product to ship because okay. of the weather. But this year. Apart from the trade uh, part, I think everything went very smooth. So that's the positive in all of this, you know, pandemic then. Yeah, I mean, it, it's every, every time there's something, I mean, it's it's a living product. So, so always something. Yeah, it's definitely. Yeah. And, and did you see that, that the online sales, if, if you look at it, was that mostly uh, the part that grew or? I'm sorry, I beg pardon. The, the online sales, was that the part that, that made that the, the sales were better than, than last year? Yes, the online was better than the last year because, yeah. you know, people are not coming to a shop and a purchase. And it's it's easier for them now. If you have a good presence, online presence, how this, and you're putting your best page forward and doing a right uh, social media marketing, I think people can click and come to the thing which they want to purchase. So most of the time I'm browsing nowadays, on a Facebook or Instagram. So yeah. uh, online sales is better and it's increasing. So, uh, you know, if you have like, a, you don't have to create a great window and welcome people, you just have to create a great page and, uh, you know, make them come click on your page. So, uh, yeah, because, you know, people are not going out so much. So we have to focus on more, uh, more on how we are going to increase from the online thing. Yeah, yeah, that's for sure. I mean, uh, just a, a small, uh, it was some kind of study I read just recently that people are spending on average more than one hour and 15 minutes on Facebook every day. One hour yeah. and 15 minutes. So that means yeah. if you have a good Facebook page, depends, of course, I think, on which country you are, which uh, platform is, is the most important. 
but that people are more online than ever before, and I, I don't think that will stop. Well, Facebook has one of the largest population on their uh, platforms, right? And the beauty of the Facebook is, and the one of the uh, surges which happens on the Facebook is because when, when they realize, okay, we have covered almost every English-speaking nations, what next? And then they come up with the translations, and they come up with the translation with each and every country. So people who are not even speaking English are able to log in and have a connection on Facebook uh, of their own language with their own people. So it, it's not just for the English speaking people, it's become like a universal platform. So of course, and um, I think nowadays because of the data getting cheaper day by day, like in India, it's almost free. So, you know, everybody is on Facebook. Almost everybody is on Facebook, whether it's a kid or a 70 years old, they are also wanted to have like experience it, like how these things work. Yeah. So as a marketer, I think if we talk about a marketing, if you wanted to do Facebook marketing, how or you know, social media marketing or internet marketing, there are layers to it. And uh, first of all, we have to understand the audience, right? Yeah. Um, what are our target group? As a breeder, you have a completely different target group. As a grower, I have a completely different target group. As a wholesaler, I have a completely different target groups. And as a retailer or as an online e-commerce platform, that florist has a completely different target group. Yeah. So the uh, this strategy for the breeders and the strategy for the florists will be completely different strategy for the uh, internet marketing or digital marketing. Yeah. So you have to know your target group and then you have to create a content around your target group because you know people do business with the people they know like or trust so if you're somebody as a florist you know, come and it was like okay buy this okay because it's the best book and buy it because i'm best designer i think it is a wrong approach to it the right approach would be like you know you should just come up with explain this design like where do you get these flowers from why these flowers are fresh or you know educate them something about these particular flowers and it's it's not like just one day you put the one post and then there is no post for six days and then there are another after six days if you have to be consistent in posting and you have to in line with what your audience wants so if you're putting a best design or it is best design no doubt just don't bark about it just let people tell yeah. because the social proofing is more important than me telling i'm best yeah. if somebody else is going to tell like i'm best that will create more trust people coming up here yeah, she has she's giving the best services she's given the most uh, fresh flowers she's amazing designer and okay let me send and people who are getting flowers from her are happier and this is how you should create uh, a strategy around you. Yeah, that, that, that's a great tip, I think. I mean, just talk to the audience, uh, you target your audience, and you know, actually, if you have a flower shop, or if you have, uh, or are you, you are a grower, you know who your uh, offline audience is. And actually, that's the same as the online audience. It's the same people, only they're online. And you just need to talk in the same way to them as well. I mean, that's how they used to you. So, uh, so don't play any tricks. Uh, don't wear a high hat if it's it if it's not you. 
I think it's it's the, to be uh, yourself, if, if I'm correct, uh, and tell it in the way uh, that people uh, understand why they benefit. Yes. So for marketing to me is like, you know, the impact you make, the change you make in the culture. So no matter whether you are impacting 10 people or 10,000 people, you have to start with the basic uh, smallest rival audience of yours. So if I'm putting something, I have to create the author of my customers. Okay, how my customer look like, what this, what that thought process is like, what they feel about, what they care about. So if I create something after creating my customers author, if I create something and I put it online, what I have to do is whether these ten people which I'm talking to, they like it. And they wanted to talk about it to our next 10 people. Okay. Yeah. So I'm on the right path. But if I have created the altar and I've created the, uh, you know, product, and I, uh, let us say I've created the blog post and I sent you 10 people, which I know. And if these 10 people says, okay, thank you. And nothing happens uh, that time, whether my blog is the best blog, one of the best blog, but I've sent these 10 people and these 10 people are wrong people. Yeah. So I have to find out the right people. That means I have to alter my customer author. I'm chasing a wrong people. I have to find out the right people. Or if I have a right people and they says like, okay, nothing happens next. I have to work on my craft. I have to improve it more. So that's, that's a fault in me. That is the, the chances of improvement in me and the chances of improvement in your product or in your services. So if, if we are not able to make these 10 people or 15 people or 10 clients or 15 clients happy, we cannot go deeper in the industry and you know spread. Yeah, and I, I, I think you're, you're totally right there. A lot of people are afraid to choose also to target an audience. Uh, let's say if you're a florist, you say, yeah, but the whole town is, uh, I don't know, 1 million people. I want to target everybody, but there are a lot of people who are not interested in flowers. So yes. that's probably a waste of money and time. There yes. are a lot of people are interested in flowers, but maybe you're a high end and they only buy uh, for $5. That's also a waste of, of time and money. So you really need to know who you're targeting. And like you said, uh, and from there you can, you can start building. Um, yes. And also with posting, you said you can't post once a week or and that's it. Uh, how much posting should should everybody do? I think the ideal is like if you do like three or four posts in a day, that was like the ideal conditions. This is what most successful marketers and people who are successful on the online space are doing. Yeah. But even if not uh, three posts or four posts a day because it's lots of content for you, yeah. Then you should start posting at least a one content and make sure it, you're posting it between 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Because these are the time where people are like mostly live on these platforms and uh, after office or after work, they just go and want to spend time with the family. Yeah. So the timing you post is also matters. The post you may, uh, post also matters. So let's. Uh, the content is very important, so maybe it is a picture or it's a post or a podcast or anything, but you have to be consistent in it. Yeah. And one post a day, at least, that's that's the, the lowest, not like a three-day gap and then one post is coming. 
because you also know that uh, Facebook and Instagram, their algorithm changes every day. Something which is working so well for uh, till now will not work for you know tomorrow onwards. So you also have to adopt and change and understand those strategies whether it's working or not working. Yeah, yeah. I mean. Uh... Just yes, sending out as much uh, uh, content as possible. Of course, it, it, it has to say something to your audience. Don't just send out uh, because you need to send out or, or feel like uh, you need to. Uh, and also, don't expect that if you send it, do one post, that it some, something magic happens and that there comes a rabbit out of the head and everybody sees it because that's not how it works anymore, I think. Not, not anymore. For for the Facebook, no. For the Facebook and the for Instagram, I think I don't think so. The free content uh, makes any sense nowadays, uh, unless until you're going to start a campaign or you're going to start this uh, Facebook advertisement or Instagram advertisement. Yeah. So uh, either you're you have to have a, like a loyal followings or followers, and your content has to be so great that everybody likes to follow you and then only Facebook is going to show it to your people. But if it's like a few people who are liking you, the Facebook is not, it's like, you know, uh, you're on a stage and you have sing a song, one of the most beautiful songs, but only people, a few people are going to see it or Facebook even stops, uh, you know, listening this few people, unless until you play Facebook and then uh, the first row will listen and then first if it's a free content, the first row will listen. Rest, no one is going to listen. But if it's a great content, the first row will listen. They would like, they would share. And then it's passed on to the second row and the third row. So we have to work on uh, like a great content or either we have to start some paid marketing also. Yeah. So just posting is great to create awareness. Just posting is great to build a brand, but just a posting will not make it a monetized version of your business. To monetize it, we have to spend money on Facebook or Instagram. Yeah, and there comes the, the targeting again as well with the, the, the Facebook and Instagram, uh, especially Facebook, you can go really uh, deep into uh, which people you want to target uh, yeah. as well. That's the beauty of a Facebook and Instagram advertisement, right? You can actually narrow down it to a people who the work you're doing is really matter to them. Yeah. So, uh, you know, it's uh, as you said, it is. Oh, and she's gone again. <laughs> you know, I'll, uh, I will continue this part. Uh, it's Flower Circus. We do uh, uh, social media promotion as well uh, for customers. The nice thing there is that you can really target uh, the group that you want. So uh, if you're, for example, a, a florist in a certain town, you can go to that town. And you also probably know as a florist who your customers are. So you know, for example, that, that most of the people are between 40 and, and 60. Uh, that's the people that come to you. They feel comfortable in your shop. You probably feel comfortable with those people as well. Uh, because they come to you and uh, they come back, uh, then it would be wise to uh, target those people as well, because probably you're selling the flowers they like. Uh, and if you start targeting a, a totally different group, probably uh, you don't speak their language. And also, maybe you don't have the flowers they want. So, so keep it in that group that, that you already have or that you uh, serve. 
get them uh, to know your company uh, try to uh, hopefully get them into your shop uh, again soon but get them to to order your flowers i mean you already know uh, the customers you have but but try to find the same customers uh, out there or more or less the same customers you feel comfortable there and uh, they feel, will feel comfortable with you as well Yeah, well, you were aware of this. I'm so sorry for it. Uh, it's the norm in this part of the world. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I told a bit that, that if people go targeting, it, it should be good, especially when you're a florist, to find the same audience that's already in your shop. So if you have a lot of people from 40 to 60, try to find those people as well. No, I mean, if you're a florist, uh, you at least, uh, let's say, you, you're not only going to target uh, the people who are coming to your shop because they are already your customers. So definitely you're going to target other people. Yeah. But uh, when you're targeting, like if, you, if you're, let's say I am living in Bombay. Yeah. Uh, and if I'm living in Bombay and uh, I'm targeting entire Bombay, there are millions of people. But all these million people are not going to my target. And not everybody is going to purchase from me. And not everybody loves flowers. So what I have to do is, Let's say if I'm uh, I'm living in Bombay and I want to keep South Bombay, so I will target at least South Bombay first. Yeah. So I will target like okay this uh, because you can really narrow down so that you can select the area you wanted to cover. Yeah. So you can cover the area like okay I want to cover the people who live in South Bombay who who like flowers who like gifting, and you do a little bit of research like people who like flower what else they like. And people, uh, you know, go to people who are following other flower pages. You can select like okay, people who are following these pages and are from Bombay and are living in South Bombay and are this particular age range. Because uh, you know, uh, uh, college students they don't have enough purchasing power. So okay, they may purchase once in a while, but you have to be very like 22 to uh, 50 years old. People I want to target. If, and if you know that there is more male, more male is buying a flowers or more females are buying a flowers, so you can narrow down the gender also. Yeah. So when you're starting out, I think you should, uh, so, I mean, you create your altar. Like these are the ideal people who are who would buy my products. So if you have, and then think of like, okay, what is the best possible area I can cover to provide best of the services? to those people like you if you're select you're like in bombay and you selected entire bombay and somebody far uh, or outskirts of bombay has given you an order the sending the flowers also okay to those person is an issue or either you have to tie up somebody in their locality some other florist so if you wanted to serve yourself you should really narrow down as much as possible but and then from the word of mouth it will spread so the first thing is yeah it started we start with the minimum or the smallest viable audience possible yeah. so if you serve them good you will spread but if you're not able to create the author you're not able to create the you know the smallest viable audience or customers or a client then you're in trouble I think it's, it's, it's really good to, to start out with a small audience and, and, and also practice a bit. I mean, if, if it's the first time you're doing it, because uh, it, it's a great tool to, to promote on Facebook, but it can also be an expensive tool if you, if you will cover the whole of Mumbai, Mumbai 
and and, and forget to tell that people uh, have an interest of buying flowers or uh, those interests, then yeah, then Facebook thinks, wow, <laughs> we can cover everybody. Yeah, so that's not a point, right? Everybody, like you have said, if uh, it's being ten, seen by hundred people yeah. who are interested in my product, in our, who am I targeting, is cheaper and more beneficial to me than sending it to a millions of people and nobody is turning out to me, right? Yeah. So this, this, uh, the idea is like you know to tell people don't start with a small viable audience. They were like, no, 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 my product is for everybody. Yeah. But okay you will become uh, this product will become for everybody but it's start small start like a uh, step by step and then when you do like mass marketing or and nothing happens you feel like okay the social media is not working yeah. it's not working because your strategy is on not on the right base or on not on the right track so you have to change your strategy or you have to be patient also it's like not one day game you put you just started with one campaign and it's like okay, you like people will come and just my you know e-commerce will boom in one day. It will not going to be like this. Maybe for the first six months nothing happens, but when it's pick up the circle, when the circle started, it's it's really fast and the growth is much better. Yeah, and also make sure that the quality of the the, the video or the the pictures you are. Uh using is of a good quality i mean uh, you're spending money on, on on promotion so you also should have uh good pictures uh when, when, when you're promoting yes i think the florist watch well one which we can do is like they come out with the tutorial which many people are doing it is a good step yeah. but they are showing their talent also as well as uh, you know they are teaching the other people also to do go about it and they are creating their personal brand, which is amazing. So I think YouTube tutorials for the designers, that is, uh, I think, very, you know, something they should do. That's yeah. something that's going to benefit them. Yeah, for, for sure. I mean, uh, just sit down and like you said, uh, go to YouTube or, or LinkedIn. And then there are so many, that's the nice thing of YouTube and then all, all the social media. You just type in that you want to have uh, to learn to, to make pictures of, of bouquets or flowers and probably you will find 100 hours of content uh, showing people uh, and tell, uh, people telling you how to do it. So that's, that, that's really great. Also, uh, what I sometimes tell uh, growers is uh, targeting an audience is like you have, you're having 100 brochures and you go to the center of the city and you're just handing them out. And if you're lucky, maybe one uh one person is a florist or you go to a uh, a floral exhibition and you have got your 100 brochures and you're handing them out over there already uh, probably everybody is working in the floral industry and most likely some people will also be interested in your product so that's that's what the targeting is getting uh, in between the right audience yeah this is all the targeting as you said it's so right to do that yeah people who are buying the product and so yes for the growers i think of the florist we have seen uh lots of presence of florists on social media we have seen even the breeders on social media and that is a good, good thing but as far as the uh, the, grow, the growers fertility is concerned or the wholesaler is concerned 
I think they are completely missing out the social media marketing. So yep. we, ha we hardly come up with any, uh, you know, growers page on social media or any wholesalers page on social media. There might be a plan people that this, uh, I think these people has to be on social media too, because uh, Facebook has an audience of, for everybody. It's not like, okay, I'm a grower. I was doing business this way and I will continue doing business this way. It will not work out in coming times because generation is changing because time is changing and everything is becoming online. So we have to have a presence from the grower part and from the, uh, you know, the wholesaler part also to showcase their production, their varieties, you know, what wholesaler has for this week they can put up and, you know, the florists can know like, okay, this is the flowers available. And before going to a shop, they know that in their mind, okay, these are available and I want to. So it's become life easier for the florist also and for you also because you're making a marketing and people are coming up wasting your time or they are just, they know what they want to buy and they buy that and they just leave. Yeah, they already seen it. I mean, so many people, I mean, a couple of years ago, people came into the flower, flower shop and they, they knew they wanted to buy flowers because they got into the shop, of course, but they didn't know what they were going to buy. So sometimes people were standing there for half an hour and thinking maybe this, maybe that. And now people can come into the shop or when the shop is open and say, I've seen this on the internet, I want that. Where is it? So yes. probably... Uh, people will get in, in and out of the shop uh, quicker than, the, than they used to. Yes. And what, what do you think? Now, uh, a lot of people are trying to go online. Uh, if they want it or not, uh, a lot of people uh, see that they need to. Um, what will happen uh, once this pandemic is over? Uh, will it be both? Will, it be, will we go back to... Uh, I, I will not say without Instagram or Facebook. What do you think? What what what? Even going forward, let's say if this pandemic is over, uh, the behavior of the buyer has changed. Uh, the way we do business and the way we live has changed. And going back to the old version of us in old way is not going to happen. People are used to social media and they have seen like and, uh, online shopping and they know that how it's become their life, make their life easier, right? You can get everything on your doorstep without stepping out, without going into traffic, spending your time in traffic and get the things you want. Yeah. So it's like, you know, uh, in economics, we have the theory of inflation. So inflations are, you know, when it happens uh, due to war or anything, uh, the rise in the price and people will think, okay, when the war is over, the prices will go back to normal. Oh. I think she's gone. Going, going to be there, irrespective of whether there is a pandemic or not a pandemic. And we just have, we have to think of our generation. We have to think of the generation which is coming now. That you know, they, they, uh, these kids, the girls and boys, they they don't know. Uh, our way of living. For them, like, okay, if you're going, stepping out or something, okay, we can order it from XYZ. So we have to keep them in, also in mind and try how to get those people to buy our flowers. So it's like, you know, feeding their mind with some post of a flower that they feel good about it. And they connect with the flowers and they thought, okay, this is something uh, I also wanted to buy for. 
Yeah. So social media is not going anywhere. Uh, we have to adopt it. And if we want to succeed in future, we really have to work on it. What about uh, other platforms? Uh, we obviously have uh, Facebook and Instagram, which are really popular. I personally think that uh, for, for making or showing bouquets or inspiration, uh, YouTube is a great channel as well. Uh, I've seen a lot of people uh, and companies as well trying to go on TikTok, do a crazy dance, and, and then it stopped. Uh, do you have any experience with TikTok? Do, what do you think? I will tell you, if are you going to talk to me about my favorite platform for me, it's LinkedIn. Okay. So for me, LinkedIn is a great platform, but uh, that's my personal liking. But for the florists and for the uh, growers or for the breeders, at this point, Facebook and Instagram, we cannot miss out Facebook on Instagram. Then if you have a number for people, like telephone numbers, or you have a permission to mark with them, you should come up with the you know WhatsApp catalog and stuff like that because you know if they are not even logging on the uh, there is a WhatsApp catalog available so and TikTok I've never been on TikTok so but I think if you are targeting like younger generations then yes you should put something on a TikTok maybe crazy dance with a flower or anything but yeah for a younger generation younger population TikTok is a good market. So again, it's also uh, figuring out what you, what your audience is. Uh, what your audience is, where your audience is. Uh, so if they are hanging out on Facebook or Instagram, uh, like you should post on Facebook and Instagram. You don't miss out on that. And then if uh, you're targeting like the younger generations, I think uh, you have to be on TikTok also. So that's. That's it. Yeah. I mean, personal uh, over here, uh, personal preference for uh, like for me, it's uh, the MD of the company or CEO of the company and you know the exporter or importer so you have, you uh, the LinkedIn also plays a role but it's on B2B so yeah. not like B2C and as a florist if you wanted to reach out on LinkedIn I think you just like okay you let's say you wanted to target all the hotels in your area go on LinkedIn check out the who are in HR who and then or, or housekeeping in charge write them like okay you want to display your flowers there so it is a good place you just have to know how to work on linkedin yeah and then i think uh, if you look at instagram and, and facebook organic it doesn't really work but on linkedin organic is still uh, is still good yes organic is, is still working on the uh, linkedin it is slower than before but it is still working yeah. So yeah, it's, it's like you know people are saying that LinkedIn is like uh, ten years ago Facebook was. Yeah. So we, if we have a time to build on LinkedIn, are much more faster than any other platform without being. Yeah, yeah, and, and again, it's 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 knowing your audience. Where's your audience? So uh, talk to your customers as well now. Uh, what do you use? Uh, do you are you on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn? Uh, where do you get your information from? I think that's really important and also um, 
with with the digitalization of everything try to use it i mean if you everybody make or a lot of uh, breeders growers make a brochure and the only thing they do is 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 scanning it actually and, and put it uh, on the screen like look this is our brochure but i think there are so much more possibilities to make it more attractive uh, on a screen like with moving things uh, i've seen a breeder making uh, 3d pictures of uh, of their flowers so you you can turn them around upside down and, and everything so you can see much more and if you make a catalog like that instead of just scanning some pictures or putting some pictures like you normally do i mean the, the i think we're still at the beginning of we don't know all the possibilities yet uh, funny thing somebody told me that the best app uh, on a on an iphone in the beginning was how to drink a glass of beer like this it was mostly downloaded app because we didn't know what to do uh, with an iphone or with an ipad and now uh, we laugh about it that, but that was actually the number one app the first year of the iphone yeah. I didn't hear that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but so, yeah, it, it's it's all about being creative, uh, I think as well. I think it's great. Uh, 3D technology and uh, you know, 3D pictures is a great way. Like even for the florist, it's amazing. Right? If they just don't play uh, one-dimension pictures on the website, if they have like a full circle pictures on the website, definitely it's it's eye-catching. It, it is more engaging. So yeah. that would be. I think a time with the time maybe we see more of the product like placement like that on websites. Yeah, yeah, and I think it's it's worth it now as well to invest in it. I mean, okay, brochures. If you have exhibitions, you want to send it out to your customers. Okay, that's one. But the online brochures, uh, there are much more possibilities. Uh, so use that one as well and and spend some time on it. Uh, Maybe your bouquets, like it, it can be really easy. I mean, if, if you look at the, the Facebook page of Flower Circus today, we had a post this morning and there's a, an arrangement there and it's just turning around. Uh, the machine we put it on, yeah, the machine we put it on is, is I think 25 or $50, but you already get the effect that you can see all, uh, all angles of the arrangement. And as a florist, it's an investment of, of 25 euros. You get some good lights. And, and just show the bouquets from every angle. And the same thing could be done in the florist shop also, not on the desktop side. You just uh, put this on some best arrangement on this circle and like, okay, what's moving on? Because movement people catch faster than the things which are like aesthetic. So movement is more eye catchy. Yeah. So people, that's, even if you are a physical shop, I think that will help you to increase your grab attention and increase your sales. It's basically grabbing attention and increasing your try to increase your sales yeah yeah and, and grab the attention in the way it fits you i mean that, yes. that, that's also important uh, yeah you can do a crazy dance uh, like i said you can wear a crazy hat but if it doesn't fit you uh, don't do it because your normal customers will also think what's, what's happening here uh, is, is he sick or what, what's happening <laughs> It's like, you know, I think one of the best campaign, I have not best campaign, but there is a company in the UK which says no to red roses for this Valentine. Yeah. And as a, as a person, I'm like, oh, no, 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 please, please keep that red roses because it's like, you know, the culture is assembled. It is a part of us. So don't take away the red roses. Don't replace the roses for the 
you know, uh, Valentine. But for the complete project, okay, I listen to you, I understand you, but this is not for you. So if you want a red roses, there are other people who are doing red roses, and this we don't have a red roses this Valentine. So they know because they know that there are they have done the research, they have the, come up with this data and analysis, and they realize that okay, there are a segment of the people who don't like red roses, who prefer something other than red roses, and they will say okay, Shabista, this is not for you, but we are making it that for that particular group of people. So they were not scared when they have decided that, okay, we are missing out all the people who are going to buy red. So same way you have to think and stick to it and at least try a new thing, you know, which works out and which don't work out for you and do more of things which work out for you. Yeah, yeah, I think that's, that's it's a trial and error. And don't forget, um, we also uh, see it quite often that you think, okay, now we, we understand Facebook and then Facebook says, ah, <laughs> forget it. We, we change everything and then you can start from, from scratch again. Uh, so it's just uh, yeah, trial and error all the time and, and uh, don't sit down and think, okay, this picture works. So. One thing we can do is uh, start uh, building the email list. Yeah. So this is very crucial because Facebook, Instagram, they change a lot, you know, very frequent. But if you have an email list and you keep, you know, emailing your stuff or maybe just not bombarding with them like a spam, but share some useful information in an email, just keep connected with your you know, audience. That's really help you in the longer run when you come up with any kind of campaign, any new design, any new promotions. I think you should uh, have an email list and do the emailing as well. Yeah. So that that's something which is like we have to keep this as a set to our company. I think it's a great idea to get all the emails in and and, and let's be honest, Facebook uh, will go down some sometime uh, and, and maybe Instagram will go up or will disappear, but the email addresses are there. Uh, and, and, and a nice reminder of people saying, okay, next week it's going to be Valentine, don't forget it, otherwise uh, your partner is going to be mad. Or uh, Mother's Day is coming up, don't forget it, uh, you get a 10% a, a early bird discount if you order it now. How, I mean, how great is that if you can do it uh, a month before and having uh, already half your orders in uh, three weeks before, uh, before your Mother's Day. So you actually know how much you're going to sell or more know what you're going to sell uh, as well, so you can order uh, uh, the ingredients for that bouquet. I mean, it, it makes your life uh, much easier as a florist as well, I think. Yes. So if you already started a campaign for, for any holiday, I think it's a one month or two months before. So you go slow initially, but keep consistency. And when you're uh, nearing the event, you start like having a more aggressive advice than that particular time. And yes, yeah, the discount coupons or freebies, it's work. It's get you the attention. And yes, it's you. You know, one of the uh, challenges all the florists, all, all the growers face, like we have to discard a lot of flowers. And that, that's how there, there are a few companies which come up with the subscription model where you, they subscribe the flowers and they know that how much they are going to sell and they know how much they have to order. So if you're doing anything like event or Valentine, you you have a campaign, you get the orders, you have a rough idea 
that okay, these are the flowers I needed, these are the items I needed, and I'm going to, you know, order this or maybe uh, this plus something. So yeah. and, it, and we can minimize that discard part. So there is, you know, so you can working on your cost as also like your flowers are used like most of the them, not like you use like eighty percent and twenty percent have been discarded, which is lost for you. Yeah, yeah, I think that's that's it's a great way. I mean, uh, it's a lot of time. Uh, people forget to to calculate that part of, of, of the losses because it wasn't sold uh, but yeah if you know already uh, before or, or for, for a big part before what you're going to sell I mean uh, that's great and it's so easy and and, and people get so many information so uh, you can see it a lot of times last minute oh we, we forgot to buy something for Mother's Day but if you send them a friendly reminder yes it's, it's great and and uh, yeah, if you if you post it on Facebook, on Instagram, you send them an email. Uh, maybe they miss Instagram or Facebook or, or the email, but one of, of the three, they will probably likely uh, will see it. So it, it's not uh, not a problem sometimes to to repeat yourself on, on different uh, platforms as well. Yes, I mean, repeating I in a way too, way not in the same boring, like the same message, just getting like the same message every time. Yeah. They will not read it, but yes, if you change the you know message, you change the wording, you get their attention. That's all you need. So yeah. I think the follow up is very important. Yeah. Just keep it as a friendly follow up, or just be in touch with them, and they will come back to you if they need flowers. Yeah. So it's like positioning yourself in their mind. Okay, they know there is a florist, and she is the best one. I can order. I can trust her. So. I think one, one big tip as well uh, from, from the flower circus side, let's put it that way, it's a two-way traffic as well, Facebook and Instagram. So if people react and, and, and uh, maybe even complaining, react and, 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 and fix it. Or if they're saying nice bouquet, uh, react with thank you. Um, otherwise, it's just sending out your information. But people, if they take the time and the effort uh, to, to react to you, uh, yeah, you should thank them, I think. Yes. You should. Yeah. And I think that flower circles, I love one thing about the flower circles is like, you know, you are doing something which is having an impact, literally. So it was like, you know, you see the gap, you see the disconnect, and you were like, okay, I have to do something about it. And you started the flower circles where you are putting the growers of, of product with their, you know, where I came in the, from where you have source, and there are designers who are showcasing their skills and coming up with amazing designs. And so everybody is benefiting from it. The growers, because they are getting like, you know, uh, the presence, online presence, the designer that, who is showing his skills. And yes, and at the day you have a beautiful bouquet, which people watching can, you know, recreate at their homes. Or maybe if somebody is lucky enough, they can win these bouquets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So that is, that is amazing. Like this is what marketing is like, right? Yeah. The people, the work that matter, and people who cares about it and comes up and do something about it. And it is remarkable. I love your work and what you're doing for Polyculture. It's amazing. Thank you very much for the for the kind words. Is there any last uh, tip you can give to people about the marketing and, and the strategy? 
I think if you don't have a Facebook account, Instagram account, at least create one. So there is lots of, you know, YouTube uh, videos are available there. There are some basics information which needs to be there. Yeah. It's not just like putting your name, company name and you're done. Go in details, write your, and uh, seek out help if you need from professionals to create your content if you don't understand and you don't have. Uh, and yes, start with the smallest viable audience. Yeah. So that way you are going to build it. Yeah, and it's, uh, it's okay to, to also ask your uh, little nephew uh, for some help. But don't forget, he has the eyes of maybe a 10-year-old, and, and your customers are probably older. So content-wise, uh, technical-wise, maybe he can help you or she can help you. But uh, content-wise, uh, you should be uh, the main uh, person there. That's a big thing between the marketing is started with the words, right? So what I'm going to put out, which makes them emotionally move to do a certain action. So yes, content is very important, and yes, it's it is an investment which has a return. So you have to be patient, invest, and see the results. Yeah, yeah, it's it's not a magical thing. So uh, yeah, have patience. Uh, some people are uh, doing uh, seventy-five live talks and uh, and still uh, <laughs> going uh, strong. I mean, it's. Um, it's all about patience and, and once it will happen and people will find you and that they can look back as well i mean that that's also the great thing get that content uh going and then also that way you find out what works so that's uh, that's really important uh to be present there and 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 don't think i'm i'm on a holiday for two weeks uh, i will stop posting you can plan it as well so keep on posting that that's that's really important it, keep it updated a website that uh, sometimes I look at a website that's five years old. That's, uh, I mean, I, I don't look uh, anymore at the, the company because I think it's it's over already. And the same for social media. If somebody is not posting for two weeks, I think it doesn't exist anymore. So it's it's going faster and faster there. I've got Facebook also, they are dead. So even Facebook will not uh, put yeah. there, or, you know, the content on the So. They were like, if you're just putting once in a while for Facebook or Instagram, you were a bit. You have to be consistent. Even to seen by the first row. Yeah. Right. So, so if, if you know you're going to be busy for a holiday, plan it in advance or ask some, somebody to post for you on those days. Just to, to because people are, are coming in or they want to buy you at that moment and they don't see you that moment. That's, that's the problem. You're, you're doing all the effort before the floral holiday. And then you think, I'm so busy, uh, normally I do it in the evening, I post something. No, make sure that that period is maybe even the most important period when you're really busy as a grower, when you're really busy sending the flowers out to the wholesalers. The wholesaler is waiting on information as well. He wants to see if his flowers are okay. <laughs> make a small video or a picture and say, okay, we're really busy packing and uh, hope you all have, have great sales, something like that. But uh, yeah, be present at the moment. That it, uh, yeah. also when you're really busy. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, Shabastan, it's it's really nice talking to you. Same I mean, here. Yeah. 